Hello, everybody. This is Shane Moss, and welcome to the Double Day Podcast. I apologize we've been gone for a couple of weeks. Um, if you've been following me on Twitter and Facebook, you know that I uh, sustained some uh, injuries. I broke both of my heels, and I haven't been able to walk, and um, blah, blah, blah. I'm bored with talking about it, but you can follow me on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, it's not a big deal. I'll make a full recovery and all that good stuff. Uh, anyway, I... Um, do regret to inform you that this is unfortunately the last Double Date podcast. April and I, um, a while back, went through a very amicable breakup. We are still very good friends, um, but we have decided to uh, not continue the podcast for... Because um, eh, that'd be weird. Let's face it, that'd be weird. Um, but uh, anyway... Uh, we appreciate you guys listening, and we hope you follow both of us uh, in our individual endeavors in the future. Um, uh, go to aprilmaciushilarious.com to check out her tour dates. I have uh, our special coming out on Netflix called Mating Seasons coming out this Sunday. It's probably available to download by the time you're listening to this. And um, also, uh, you can get it on iTunes and Amazon in audio form. Um, so check that out. You'll be able to see me live again when I can walk in a few months. And um, yeah, I'll have other podcasts and other things like that that I'll be doing in the future. So please keep up with both of us. Special thanks to Zach Sherwin for creating the wonderful music. And... Um, for, uh, and to Sideshow Side Networks for, um, uh, for producing our uh, podcast. They've been absolutely wonderful, and um, I'm sorry that this has to come to an end. This podcast, when it was recorded, we didn't know it was going to be the last podcast. We were actually saving it for the 4th of July because we talked a lot about fireworks. It will now have to be the grand finale. Um this is not meant to be a bummer. This is the start of a new day or something like that. Uh, anyway, enjoy. Thanks so much for all of your support. You guys have been great. And um, I hope to see you uh, in a club sometime. Um, come and see me live. And April as well. All right, see ya. It's a double date with Shane and April. Just a couple couples meeting up for a discussion, getting intimate and into it and putting it on the internet. It's a double date with Shane and April. Chewing the fat shit in the breeze, pushing the buttons and boundaries. Conversating makes lay it on the table. It's a double date with Shane and April. You don't have to wear these if you don't want don't to, but... It feels so unnecessary myself. <laughs> yeah, but if you want to hear yourself... Talking. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> I'm in my head all day. It's yeah. unnecessary. <laughs> it wouldn't be a double date podcast without starting with some headphone talk. Literally. Is it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's always uh, a headphone talk. discussion. Oh, that's funny. Uh, these are nice headphones. In fact, I actually have these headphones at home. These are like the headphones my dad bought me when I was like in high school being like, this will make you look cool. Like, uh, uh, this is bordering on too much headphone talk. Okay. <laughs> You're making this very uncomfortable. Game. All right. I'm sorry. Uh, this is the Devil Date Podcast with uh, the lovely, the... Uh, talented? Talented. Smart. Shame, smart. Want any more adjectives? With hair like a rooster from his <laughs> headphones. <laughs>
Uh, today we have uh, Grant Lyon, uh, best name in comedy. Oh, thank you. It's high praise. And um, and and his lovely girlfriend Talia. And wow. thank you guys <laughs> for coming in. And, yeah. And um, for um, headphones Tuesday. Headphones Tuesday. <laughs> we, we just um, we we. You're going to have to excuse us if we're a little distracted this morning because we just dropped our dog, um, Don Lickles, off at, um, <laughs> the, vet. at the vet today to get neutered. Oh, wow. Oh, oh man. This is Yeah. He was so sad. Uh, thoughts and prayers are with Don Lickles. Don, Don Lickles is, uh, I, I was even telling Talia in the car about Don Lickles, oh, so his yes, reputation is getting around. Oh, he's <laughs> so much bigger than... Oh, is he really? The early, I mean, he's like a solid five and a half pounds. Yeah. <laughs> Huge. When you saw yeah, him, he's he was terrifying. like two, right? Yeah. Yeah, he was, he was like, really small. Was like I didn't ridiculous. know. Is, was he a puppy when I saw him? He's still a puppy. He's like nine months. Oh, he has to be now. if he's, he's, he's going to take his balls off. Yeah, he's yeah, I guess. Old. Yeah. He's a real tiny little. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, wait till they're like twelve years old, then take their balls yeah. off. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> know what they're all. You about. had your <laughs> shot. I <laughs> <laughs> saddled. April wanted to go full sex change. She's yeah. very, very <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was I was gonna give him a badge uh, <laughs> with the name Don Lickles too. That would, would lead yeah. to a complex. Oh. Huh? Yeah, now it has to be Daniela Lickles. Have, have, have you uh, Lickles. Uh, Do you guys know what you're in for for the next couple days? What's he no, What's he what is it? It it's like you are gonna feel so bad. I don't mean that, oh. but like. Oh. I've had, I grew up with dongs and yeah. he will just whimper nonstop for the next couple of days and yeah. you're going to feel like like the worst parents ever, uh, but you did the right thing uh, as, as Bob, uh, yeah. It's pricey, it was like 500 yeah. them nuts clipped. Read um, 250 a nut. You know what I, I mean, but, you know but to be I honest, should've... this is a pretty important part. It should be expensive, right? Yeah. Like yeah. that's a pretty big p- procedure. Well, for our listeners, if you want to do it on the cheap they um be, because um Pet spaying pop. and neutering is is such an important thing and pep populations are so high there's usually um things for poor people and you don't need any like documentation oh. or anything like that there's usually you like you have to check your your ego and go hey i'm a poor person yeah <laughs> can, can i have the alley policy but a lot of times yeah. there's like mobile trucks and stuff oh. with machetes but those people are actually very good because that's all they do those, yeah those, i used to date a uh, girl who did nothing but cut testicles off all day long. <laughs> wow. So terrifying. Yeah, was, I, like I, I, I really didn't feel right. I, and she would make, sure. she would make jokes with you, and you're like, no, 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 we don't joke about that. <laughs> you, you, you were afraid she was gonna euthanize you. Yeah, yeah. She also, she also had a. Home, sounds like a keeper. <laughs> she also had a home euthanasia business. Wow. And, and she also had. Uh, Man, a home euthanasia business. That's that's creepy because that's like. That's your whole life. Then you're inviting these, like you're killing things in your life. Yeah, you well, go and kill. The, go. Oh, she goes to the yeah, home. Yeah. I thought she meant like, invite your dogs over to my home. I'll kill them. Like, no, was, which sounds way worse. It was actually a very lovely service. That oh, okay. A lot of people appreciated, but really. yeah, but so that they could. Creepy, no, you know. that 
that's nice because then they can die in their own environment and yeah, not yeah. in like a creepy vet's office and All stuff. All cold and sterile. Yeah, as soon yeah. as he walks, he sniffs like he saw the vet. Oh, he kn- he's like, this mm. is bullshit. Yeah. He's shaking immediately. Yeah. I, I um. I wonder what it is, why dogs have to smell like... <laughs> like, I don't know why that helps with the smelling. I make that same sound when I'm crying. So I think it's just a comfort zone. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that one deep in... Like, why don't... Um, if that helps smelling, why don't wine connoisseurs smell? <laughs> My favorite thing about dog sniffs is the out sniff at the end. Yeah, it's like, why the out sniff? <laughs> that's what I don't... I've gotten it in. I need to get it out now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my uh, favorite part of dog snaps. Uh, He's yeah. such a good boy. Anyway, I wonder I, if I wonder if male dogs that are neutered live longer because they found that in human populations. Really? Of, of, of castrated people U- way back Eunuchs live longer? Yeah. Um, Testosterone's not good for you. <laughs> well, I mean, it is true that women uh, like statistically outlive men all the time. Yeah, and so. they think that testosterone's a major player. Wow. And um, and they find that eunuchs often live longer. They used to have uh, um, what, what century was like back in um, back when kings would have these massive harems. Um, you would need someone to guard the harem. Um, because that's a very valuable. Oh yeah, thing. yeah. But you can't trust dudes to guard. Like you'd invade an area and you'd take slaves, and the first thing you'd do with these slaves is cut their balls off, and then you would make them guard your harem. Wow, which is like the worst thing that can. And happen. then they lived yeah. forever. Yeah, and then they lived forever having to you guard can... <laughs> women that they can't have sex. Yeah, with. you can still get an erection if you don't have balls, though, right? You just can't. Orgasm. Pro- yeah, I think that's so, probably right. Can you just not ejaculate? Yeah, you can't ejaculate. Or, but but you I, can st- still I think have you. An yeah. You, oh, I guess that's. You could have the because feeling of an I orgasm. Had, yeah. I had a boyfriend that had cancer bones a few times, and he was. Did he have one or two? That was his nickname. I think. He, I'm trying <laughs> to think if he had any nuts. Maybe he had a nut. He had a nut. He must have had one nut. There was one nut. If you, okay. only, if you only lose one testicle, the other one just picks up and <laughs> just takes no, yeah. it. Picks up the slack. Which makes me feel out. like both he of my testicles are... He could still have an orgasm, are... but he couldn't ejaculate. Oh. Nothing, was there was, was no that blood. frustrating for you at all? Did you call him ghost spooge? Um, I feel like it's very clean and orderly. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I just feel like there's some sense of like a reward. He said when he sen- the sensation wasn't. There's no I, reward I, I, on your tits. And I, no, you don't feel like I did a great job. Uh, I, think like, thing. I don't think anyone was like, woo, it's clean up time. Clap uh, it on. Yeah. Uh, Gross. Talia, would you mm-hmm. miss his sperm if you couldn't have a sweet, sweet sperm anymore. All over, everywhere. Uh, I do think that there's a little bit of a sense of satisfaction really? afterwards. That but not, is, see, I'm, not I'm, I'm on April's way. team on this one. Yeah. <laughs> not in a dirty way, but just in sort of like, okay, like this is like, because you never know. I did like a, that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a sense of pride. Yeah. You put in, I, put in a day's hard work. I just think about a lot of dirty towels yeah. and then more <laughs> loads of laundry. And just jump in the shower, yeah, yeah. call it a day. Right. I think I want I want <laughs> to get a lot of yeah. no sperm Gross. surgery. What? 
See, I didn't realize that was a thing because even if you get snipped as a guy, you still spooge. It's just you're shooting blanks. Mm. You do? Yeah. If you have a vasectomy? Believe so. Yes, yeah. yes. I work with a man who explained this in detail Whoa. every day. <laughs> over and over. He was like, I'll show you yeah. if you want. <laughs> like, watch. Okay. Wait, so what, what it just like. He said that he has had a vasectomy and he still can splooge, if that's the word yeah. we're choosing to is use. It, right is now. it just like the the pre-cum stuff that doesn't have Pap. any actual, is that really what it's called? Pap, that's what I call it. Okay. Pre-ejaculatory fluid. Uh, sh- shmegma. Yeah. Uh. Schmutz. Yeah. So there's um, actually the majority of the stuff in a given ejaculate is not um, semen. So you know how when you spooge, there's like, uh, I think it's seven spurts is like the average. Seven? So something like that. And and it, I mean, it feels more like three or four to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but I think... so. Not trying hard enough. So there's actually... Um, Stuff that has to do with. Over here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. You shoot for four, and then next step five, and then before you know it, you're right up to those I'm seven. Gonna I'm gonna start training my ejaculate. Yeah, that is like a good, a, a big part of a man's life is training his ejaculates. Yes, um, I did not know that. Yeah, I uh, did not masturbate for the first time until I was 16. What? That's pretty yeah, late. I was, I was pretty old too. I think yeah. I was like really? uh-huh. I think I was like 14 or 15, which I think is still pretty old. Yeah. I mean, yeah, a lot of people are like 12, 13 for yeah. sure. Not for, I was old. I was in college for the first time I figured out how to really finish it off. Yeah, but I think dudes are pervs at a young age. Yeah. No, they? but girls start like like girls start masturbating before puberty. Yes. Because they're. This is true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just an oversex kid, though. Really? Like super curious. Uh, uh, hot tub jets. Uh-huh, or, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. All that. Okay. I told you about that. Yeah, you did. It's yeah. a real thing. It's hot a real tub thing. jets now. It's, <laughs> have you ever seen a lady <laughs> parked in front of them in a pool? Publicly? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've seen it. Well, that's a whole other story. Yeah. Uh, I do that too, but I'm just cleaning my b-hole. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> another way to get in there. Um, uh. I like that your beehole is so dirty that it requires jets. <laughs> yeah. Just heavy it pulse. It is a poop hole. Well, wait, um, I want to talk about what we were talking about over when we were making coffee. I'm really curious about the air, airline. Yeah, that's fine. I, could, I, I mean, I can talk about sperm all day, but... Uh, <laughs> moving off we sperm. Move, we can move on. Um, you guys ran into each other in the in- Indianapolis airport? No, in LAX, LAX last, last week. week. Yeah, on okay. Thursday morning. Where were you flying to? I was flying to Peoria, Illinois. That's right. And I flew into Chicago. Yeah. So. And then you're not We allowed. were so close to one another. I know, we were. How often away. does it happen to you that you run into another comedian at an airport? Um, I run into Alonzo Bowden all the time. I, yeah, it's like. <laughs> I run into Jasper Red, like, I've run into really? him like four times. At an airport, and it's never LA. It's like some airport around the country. Yeah, me too. Greg Warren, I yeah. sat with. Um, I, I feel like I usually see it's like people. four or five times a day. If I take out that that one special time of year where it's like a festival or something. Oh yeah, yeah. Where it's like 
you're so we all going Tom to the Simmons airport together. We if I don't count that, then probably four or five other times, yeah. just random. I I feel like it's ha- it's happened to me at least one every three times. Really? That's yeah, a it's um it's a ama- like the last three times it happened because before seeing you, the last the time I flew before that, I saw Trevor Moore was on my plane, uh, and Most I saw was on one of my planes. Yeah. Uh, do usually, you do you fly a lot, Tyler? I don't. Um, lucky. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, traveling being in a new place is nice, but flying is what horrifying. A pain yeah. Well, I'm always so <laughs> rancid that I try. Like, if I see somebody, I'm like, ah, fuck, I just got a hot. So disgusting, right? I now. remember yeah. um, years ago, I had done a show, and um, and this girl came up to me, and I was in New York doing a show. It was like. I forget what it was. It was when I was just catching all these breaks. I did this big industry showcase. And the next day I'm in the airport, and this girl comes up to me. And um, she's like, oh, I saw your show last night. And she's just like, she just woke up, just kind of like, I would I would have never like thought to check her out or anything. Oh, like yeah, that. yeah. And, and she's like, um, uh, she come, and she's talking to me and everything. She had seen the show. And I was asking her what she was going to LA for, and she's like, "Oh, I'm I'm America's next top model." <laughs> <laughs> and I, in the look on my face when she said that, she was like, "She goes, I must not have hit it very well because she goes, I usually look a lot better." Because <laughs> <laughs> you're like, "Man, they'll let anyone in that thing, huh?" <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Uh, but do you feel like those Ameri- other than being thin? Like their faces are always are, unique. It's, yeah, 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 it's yeah, yeah. They're exotic looking. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're for gay men. The the models. It's true. I mean, and mostly makeup. Mostly makeup to make them look more human, so that they are America's next top model and yeah. not right. You know, America's next gay best friend or something. <laughs> uh, um, so you're not allowed to. I'm not allowed to do TSA pre. Right now, yeah, because I know I've they've let me go through it a couple times when they've just sort of like ushered anyone into it. They've like, you know, like, oh, we're trying to get this to go faster. So go in this. So I've gotten it and I'm like, oh, man, this is so great. But I'm not allowed to sign up for the program because I've been arrested for explosives. (laughs) Um, <laughs> you do have like mad scientist glasses. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. Yeah, uh, you do look like a terrorist. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. Uh, I have a misdemeanor on my record for. Uh, you look for... like a Spider-Man villain. <laughs> <laughs> this smart guy, but when he gets in a room alone, he changes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've been arrested for fireworks uh, twice. That's not. Uh-huh. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But in their eyes, that's an explosive. Roman candle. Yep. What's oh keeping you? Yep. <laughs> uh huh. It's true. Uh, I was. Supposed- I've made actual explosives before and got blew up mailboxes. Yeah, I used to what? blow up mailboxes. Really, with like M80s or stuff like that. Um, um, works bombs. We called them. You, you used um, for the listeners at home. If you want to blow up someone's mailbox, don't do that. Don't. <laughs> I'm into it. Uh, Just please like tell that me. Pre TSA revoked. <laughs> Yeah. My TSA pre-screen. It's the only oh, thing yeah. that allows me to get to the airport exactly an hour right. ahead of time. Fair yeah. Yeah. Anyway, look it up online. Just for uh, our <laughs> listeners, I don't encourage um, any bomb making. Uh, I um, I slightly shaky do. United. I'm already on shaky, shaky because I'm always 
just tweeting all their bullshit. Just pilots sleeping and duct tape on overhead bins. Oh, I really? I mean, I was a kid, and this was a, this was pre nine eleven. Okay, so I've been arrested multiple times in my twenties. So it wasn't <laughs> as a kid. I and I could have been arrested many more times than that. I just always ran and got away. Tell us about uh, love of fireworks. I, like a weird it, it is a, a weird, weird addiction. I, I've gone to court multiple times. I've spent thousands of dollars <laughs> on lawyer fees. This is not a joke. I was actually supposed to be a sh- on a show on NBC that I couldn't be on because I got arrested for doing fireworks. Like, oh, <laughs> like I'm the first. I, I seriously, it was a show called Trauma. It only lasted for one season, but okay. I'm like the first person ever that can say like my fireworks addiction is ruining my life. <laughs> like it, it really is. Do you still have a fireworks addiction? <laughs> oh yeah. When there are some, there are some clubs because I be, finally when I couldn't be on that show, I was like, all right, I'm not, I'm not bringing them into California anymore because I used to like drive across state lines and buy them <laughs> and then bring them back. <laughs> I like love them. Uh, but after that whole NBC show, I was like, I can't do this anymore. I'm not doing it. But now there's a couple of clubs. Like when I go to the clubs, people will have fireworks for me really? at the club. What the fuck are you talking about? This is the crazy. Like the comedy attic in yeah. uh, Bloomington. Have you done that one? Last no. time I went, they had fire, they had a bag of fireworks for me to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're legal, so we just went to a park after the show and we're doing fireworks at the at the park and stuff. Wait, wow. Where did this love start? I was think, it as a child? I, yes, I think the love started as when I was like seven or eight. Um, I mean, I was a pretty like good kid. I was always a goof off, but I wasn't like breaking any rules or whatever. And uh, and fireworks were illegal in Illinois where my dad lived, so I used to spend the summers with my dad. And you could drive, he lived right on the border of Missouri, and you could drive across the border, get fireworks, and then bring them back to his house. And I remember we were in a back alley, me, my older brother, and my dad doing fireworks, and I was like, man, we shouldn't be doing this. We shouldn't, like, this is this is against the rules. And both my dad and my brother were like, relax, this is, like, not a big deal we'll be fine and we did it and I loved it but I like wouldn't let myself enjoy it and then finally nothing happened like nobody came and said anything to us and I think in my like young brain I was like you can get away with this like this is so and I and I loved it so then it just <laughs> it started this like addiction thing so uh, how do you feel about it? It does. How how do you have a sex drive after listening to this? <laughs> I've, I've I've never seen. I've never like bore witness to any of this how, fireworks how except for. How long had you guys been dating before he uh, told you about it? <laughs> he never. He's never come out to me directly about yeah, I, his firework addiction. I, Except for maybe making me feel like job well done when he comes on me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, I heard the story when he was on stage. Yes, 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 exactly. It's the one way that he can like foster this addiction and not get arrested. I mean, I'm about this on stage. Yeah, sometimes, like not all the time, but I'll tell. I mean, I the the stories are pretty crazy. I mean, well, so then when we were like ten, eleven, twelve, we would go (laughs) into fields. Like me and buddies would go into fields and do like bottle rocket wars, Roman candle wars, where you like if you have a PVC pipe and a bunch of bottle rockets like in your pocket and you just. (laughs) Launch them, stick them in the PVC pipe, and then shoot them did at each other. My dad did that. Yeah, my, my dad used to do the PVC pipe, and there was like a new development in our back in our backyard. They were building like new, 
new homes, and apparently the window was open. Oh. My dad shot it through uh, their window, their brand new hardwood Jeez. floor. The guy came over, like, screaming with, like, whatever it was, bottle rock. Bottle yeah. Or whatever they are. Uh-huh. They're pretty harmless for the kids listening. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Not uh, if they're uh, rocketing the, through your window. Yeah. The I, time that I, the, the worst time I got arrested was, uh, this is a completely true story. We were having a party at my house, but I had like been out doing a show, so I didn't get to the party till like midnight or whatever. And I had had a bad show, so I was just like angry. So I came home to the party and just like did shot, shot, shot. Just like, I'm catching up right now. Uh, got real drunk really fast. And then people started leaving the party and I was like, I'm not ready for this party to be over. How can I keep this party going? Let's do some fireworks. And so I literally was like, everybody out in the street, we're doing fireworks. And I was shooting Roman candles at cars coming down the street, like strangers driving down the street oh, toward yeah. me. I was standing in the middle of the street, shooting Roman candles at her. And then and then the cops show up and uh we all like everybody starts scattering and running and they just came straight for me. Like they someone knew. yeah, they they, they had the yeah, yeah, someone <laughs> had given a description and they came right for me and uh and they were like Hey, give me your ID, and I was like, no. And then they like hit me with nightsticks ah! and handcuffed me and put me in the back of a cop car. And uh, oh my god, how old are this you? Is the next movie. <laughs> oh this is twenty-five. Yeah. Obviously, the yeah. next Spider-Man. You're movie. such a rebel. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you have Do you have a name for yourself? No, I've never thought of my my superhuman name, my superhero name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. your super oh, your super yeah. villain name. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, seriously, this is this is homework. Well, please, listeners, it. please write in <laughs> what you think Grant's super villain name should be. <laughs> <laughs> so that was uh, that was um, how many times. Uh, how many times have you been busted for fireworks? Twice. And the funny thing was that one was way worse. And actually, I didn't even ha- nothing happened to me on that one. They handcuffed me and they put me back in the they put me in the cop car. And then I started like backtracking where I was like, I thought I could get away with just not giving them my ID. But then he was like, he put me, he, he literally said, he was like, oh, you want to be a wise guy, huh? And then like hit me with a nightstick <laughs> and then like, you know, pushed me up against the he car. Hit hit. Yeah, yeah, he really did. He like hit me in the back and knocked me up against the car and stuff like that. I've um, never been hit with uh-huh. a It hurts. <laughs> it hurts, yeah. <laughs> Those things are heavy, man. Uh, and then he, like, handcuffs me and starts putting me in the back of the cop car, and then I started, like... I started like retreating. I was like, you asked me to see my ID. I said no, because I don't have it on me. If you would ask, can I get my ID? I would have said yes. It's in my apartment. Oh, oh you deserve another <laughs> yeah. And then he looks at my two roommates and he's like, if one of you guys can find his ID in the apartment, I'll consider letting him go. They're not going to find it. It's been in my pocket the whole time. Like, I was just lying through my teeth about this completely, hoping that they, like, it's literally in my pocket. You are a terrible criminal. Yes. Oh, my God. Uh, So, true story. My roommates are, like, digging through my room, trying to find my ID, hoping that I'll get off. And one of them brings out my business card, you know, which I was, like, young 20s. So, my business card, I think, said, like, Grant Lyon, comedian slash producer slash lover of leisure. And like hands that to the cop and is like, you can't arrest him. He's too funny to go to jail. And uh, just make a shitty decision. Yeah, like everything. Yeah, 
this car. And, and my other roommate, this is a true story, my other roommate brings out my college transcript. He finds that, and I graduated with Your highest honors. Transcript. <laughs> I, I graduated with highest honors, so his like argument was like, he's a good person. Like, <laughs> good people don't get Why do you bad people. college I think it was just like in my. So easy to find. I, I don't think it was that easy. Was I think not, it was like in my was files. Was yeah, I mean, I, I keep it. I keep it up. That's uh, I put it above my bed, With so I, I feel fireworks magnet. <laughs> yeah. uh, but and like you know, the one cop that hit me, they were kind of doing the good cop, bad cop thing. So the one cop that hit me, and the other cop gets in the car, and I literally like threw. I was I was wasted, but I remember saying to him like through my wasted stupor, like being like. I don't rape, I don't murder, uh, I don't cheat. <laughs> if fireworks is the only bad thing I do, I think I'm doing okay. Uh, <laughs> you are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh know you're going to start off with an I don't rape. <laughs> yeah. I suspect you rape a uh, I think you're raping with fireworks. Yeah. Hey, it worked. After like 20 minutes of sitting in the back, cop, the back of the cop car, he was like, consider yourself lucky. You got good friends. And just let me go. And oh, I wasn't... Good grades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I didn't get charged with anything or anything that time. I mean, I was shooting Roman candles at strangers. I've actually and, done that before. Yeah, really? Yeah, Shoot. but I was in like a wooded area and I was like sober and could Setting run. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was, uh, and I was like... I was behind a fence that the interstate was on. So, oh. it was like very so you were shooting them out onto the interstate? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that but, could definitely. They're driving pretty fast. That yeah, could definitely yeah. cause a huge it accident. Wasn't, it wasn't super smart. Uh-huh. so stupid. <laughs> it was a real ripe and dumb. If you had caused an accident, that would have been what? You would have had like a manslaughter charge and you would have served time in prison for Probably. causing that. You know yeah, if somebody died. Yeah. Consequences. Yeah. <laughs> By way of fireworks. Like my brother well, just drove he got into an accident i think he was on mushrooms like, oh, yeah tommy if you'd killed somebody guess who's serving 15 it, years that does make me nervous <laughs> like the man's rape. the manslaughter yeah. thing makes me nervous though because you could be a great person like doing everything and just can't and, stop uh, lighting off fire <laughs> 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 yeah. but i just mean with like manslaughter like what happens if you're like you spill your coffee you look down you run into somebody crossing a sidewalk and they're, gonna, kill- they're not going to convict you for you don't. Th- I mean, that's still manslaughter. That's still if you kill somebody. Then you're with probably a- getting probation with no prior record. Coffee no. court. Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, um, how is it? I mean, I see you're into bad boys. Obviously. <laughs> oh man, if uh, Grant was at the top of that list, that would be hilarious. He's probably the best bad boy that I've ever dated. Uh, fireworks being. The least of the felonies my boyfriends have been convicted oh, no. of. What have your other boyfriends been arrested? Oh, they're all for? rapists and murderers. Are I'm just like kidding. Them? No, they're not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, mostly emotional rape, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> which yeah. I think you should go to jail for. <laughs> 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 <Even those>. <laughs> <laughs> I had one breakup, my favorite breakup that I've ever had. He was like horrible human being throughout the entire relationship. And then when he, we broke up, it's my favorite thing that anybody's ever yelled at me. He called. <laughs> And he was like, I, I just want to be sleepy bees again. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, why can't we be sleepy bees? And I was like, we will never be sleepy bees ever again. I feel like that's the best 
thing I've ever yeah. told somebody is to tell them. We'll was never that a pet sleepy. nickname you guys said during the relationship, I'd or did be, I'd be like, "Who wants to be sleepy bees?" Okay, and then we'd have like, like we'd buzz. It would be <laughs> 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 so gross. <laughs> we we do some pretty cute stuff, but nothing on that disgusting of a level. Yeah. Never be sleepy bees. I feel like you should put that on a bumper sticker and send it to him. We will never be sleepy bees ever again. Two bees just cuddled up with little C's coming out. With like with one of those red lines. Thinking about sleepy bees. I just want it. I want it again. I want it. Never. I was so good saying that. Yeah. I've yelled at the police before. In front of my parents, I yelled at the police one night. Um, I was drinking and I got pulled over and um, right right in front of my house. And it was like <laughs> 2 or 3 in the morning and my parents came out and stuff. I think I was like 17 or something like that at the time. And, um, and I took the breathalyzer and I just sucked in on the breathalyzer <laughs> and made it look like I was blowing into it, which oh. you can't do anymore. Now they have like a little ball oh. in it. Oh, man, I didn't know that you could do that. And that's a pretty... You were smart. I, I, I've taken a lot of breath <laughs> A lot. Um, I actually got away with uh, that trick many times. Really? You just make it look like you're blowing, like puff, puff your chest out. Yeah, and yeah. Like you're sucking. And then you it. just blow. I mean, it just comes up as zeros. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. And um, um, but, but, yeah, and so then they finally, like, had to let me go, and then I was just yelling at them <laughs> about, about um, uh, but I, I forget what, like, False imprisonment. <laughs> so stupid. So dumb. My, my yeah. brother, the same thing. When my brother got arrested <coughs> for DUI, but he wasn't drunk. The cop, it was like one of those checkpoints, mm. and the cop was like, "Have you been drinking tonight?" And he was like, "Officer, it's eight o'clock. Why don't you try to catch me at midnight?" Officer <laughs> <laughs> had just like had it with him because he's just a moron. So we taught him a lesson and just put him in jail for the weakend. And they wow. was like, okay. was like they're, they're, I, What was I, like resisting arrest or something no, like that? Like, 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 I what don't know they? what you're on, but there's something wrong with you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and then when he got in the car and they like patty, what are they called? With the, like those wagons <laughs> where they're just the drunk wagons? Yeah, yeah. He was just screaming about how he was going to sue. All <laughs> <laughs> of stupidity. It it um it, I'm thinking of um when I used to blow up mailboxes. It must, our our listeners <laughs> must be like like every week I just share something horribly fucked up <laughs> about I, your childhood. I'm a hardcore motherfucker. Yeah, you were really I really. I mean, I was troubled. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but all of my things were like more like beating myself up and, mm. and a lot a, of self. A I mean, yeah, thing. a lot of self hate. I was a good kid. I was <laughs> just a huge goof off. Cats? I <laughs> I don't deserve this. I occasionally punch my own. Yeah, tits. I figured you would. <laughs> you would have to. I I um I remember one time because I, I got very good at making these little bombs. Um, you make them in two liters with like. I would like you to tell me how to make stuff. Stuff. that and how to pass a, pass a breathalyzer. I feel yeah, are things yeah. we both would like. Yeah, to yeah. handy information. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a very worldly, visual um, yeah. yeah. person. Um, but uh, so I had this down to a science. I knew exactly eight minutes from the time I screwed this, uh, the top on this two liter would go off and everything. 
And I, I was, one day I was taking a new group of friends out to blow out a mailbox. They had never done it before. <laughs> and, um, and the, it was in broad daylight. And, the Jesus Christ of explosives. And we, <laughs> follow yeah. me. Follow me. Yeah. Yeah. Such a giver. I just, <laughs> yeah, I just want to share. Um, <laughs> I, we decided to target my vice principal because fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. like we're in middle school or whatever. So I was like, fuck him. He's the principal. <laughs> um, and we went and... Uh, so uh, there's like eight of us, and in in the middle of the days after school, we put it in his mailbox, and then we're walking away, and then the vice principal comes home, and like parks. Does in his he driveway, see you walking and he away? Sees all of us walking oh, away, man. and so you know we're like, he's gonna know it's us, and blah blah blah. And I'm like, well, nothing you can do about it now. Like the thing's already yeah, set yeah. to detonate, so it's going off, and my one friend's like, no, we have to pull it out. I'm like. Oh no, you do not, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's going off. You don't go anywhere no near that back. thing. He's like, I'm gonna go and get it out. Oh Jesus! And he and he rides his bike over. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, yeah. And he opens up the mailbox and he pulls out this uh, this two liter that I can see. It's all like, um, oh, it, 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 yeah, <laughs> it's like ready. It, it, it's, <laughs> it's now like four liters. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It, it's uh, um, it's bubbling and stuff. I'm like, oh my god! And it must have been like really hot, right? He pulls it out, and he's like, oh, and he throws it into the street. And right then, a car was driving by. It drove over it, and it blew up under the car. And then, oh, my God. And then shot out and knocked over the mailbox. So it ended up messing up the mailbox anyways. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. And this person's car? Was, did anything happen to the, the car? The person just like kept driving. Like they <laughs> What's like that? Mm. they they thought it was like a gun or something. So they, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, drove yeah. away really quickly. They didn't know what. And uh, what they thought the we were dangerous. Do? Uh, nothing. You know, just like I'm sure he didn't realize what happened. And probably, I mean, because it was it didn't like explode the mailbox. It just knocked it over. Like it could have been a car or anything that knocked over. Yeah. So he was already box. inside. So, he didn't see yeah, it happen. He didn't see any of it. I, I burned my hand really bad one time on fireworks because uh, I was like throwing a. I w- we were on the bluffs in Santa Cruz, and uh, and a cop rolled up to us right yeah. as I I lit it. I lit. I it was like a it was like a M eighty sort of thing or something like it could have like blown off my hand. And I lit it right as the cop showed up, and I didn't want to like just throw it right there and oh, and boy. so I you I was. Thrown it. <laughs> But I was like, I didn't want the I didn't want the cop to see me see that I was the one throwing it. So I'm literally staring at the wick going down, walking to the edge of the bluff as fast as I can, so I can just like yeah. toss it over the bluff. And I'm watching the wick burn down as I'm like walking as quickly as I can, hoping that he won't see me. And I got to the bluff right, and I like chucked it, and it it blew up. So it wasn't in my hand, but I had just thrown it when it blew up, and all that stuff came back and burned my fingers uh, and stuff. Yeah. Uh, uh, Have you never I seen that episode of fingers. Rescue 911? Of course your hand will <laughs> Traumatizing. Oh, is- yeah. I, um, mm-hmm. I think when I was like 16 or 17, I was at like a... I, I used to... We used to put like um, 
lighter fluid in our hands sometimes and light it and then snuff it out right oh away. wow like light your hand on with never we <laughs> <laughs> and it's so you're crazy not destructive yeah, no, guess, guess not until we're much older. <laughs> guess <laughs> what? Making latch hook rugs. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> with my time. Guess what? Gender didn't master fire. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? I said, guess what? Gender didn't master fire. Yeah, you know, oh, you yeah, know, that yeah. was a you dude. Always You're welcome. <laughs> sure there was some lady that helped as he, a man, was defeated just with a piece of flint and a rock. <laughs> um. Anyway, I was, uh, I was lighting my. I, admittedly, maybe not the smartest thing a person can do, but you, you'd light it and be like, "Hey, my hand's on fire," and then it'd, it'd go right out, right? Yeah. Um. Well, I was doing, and then I was getting too drunk. Uh, um, exercise um, <laughs> reasonable hand lighting on fire judgment <laughs> and I and someone else poured lighter fluid on my hand and they put way too much on I right away I was like whoa that's too much but then I was like well I'll slide it anyway I've, but then I you only live once huh? <laughs> and then I couldn't find a lighter forever like everyone's lighter was busted or something and so it, the lighter fluid is just soaking into yeah, my skin. Yeah. And then I finally lit it, and my hand just would not go out. And I'm shaking <laughs> around like a lunatic. I'm like it was painful, it right? It was so bad. I had, I had blisters on top of my fingers that were um, thicker than my fingers. Jesus. Like they tripled the size of my fingers. And How'd I, you explain that one to your mom? They didn't see it for weeks. Really? I like I you just, were just you did around. the Michael Jackson thing, the one glove. I just I always had it was the back of my hand that was burnt and I always had like my palm facing like that. <laughs> and um I I remember I went down um because we were camping and I went down and it took me like a half hour to get to a convenience store and I got a cup cup full of ice and I put my hand in and steam came out like, oh, a, like a cartoon. It was <laughs> so fucking hot. It yeah. was so painful. That sounds terrible. Yeah. You never did any dumb stuff? I mean, like, I've, I've done a lot of dumb stuff. Oh, yeah. gee, daily. <laughs> yeah, I've done dumb stuff, but nothing like that. That kind of destructive. We used, to, like, we used to do the thing where you throw darts in the air and then try to watch them and then like be the last person to duck away from the dart. What you ever is do that? that? Like, what makes men want to do that? We um, it's like one upping each other in we, some. Uh, we used to throw uh, a dart, stand in front of dart boards, and see <laughs> how close you could get the dart to someone's head. Yeah, them. and how often did you hit them? Just once in a while. Yeah, did ever like because one time. Guy didn't move. Dart sunk into his cheek. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like no joke. Oh, oh! I've never broken anything. Really? Anything. Yeah. I've broken seven bones. Really? Yeah. My, uh-huh. Like I feel like I listen to my dad and his stories. Like my dad when he was like six years old saw Mary Poppins and then decided to jump off a third story roof with an umbrella. <laughs> with an umbrella, yeah. Like, like every bone. <laughs> the evolutionary psychology reasoning behind it is just simply that men are very expendable and um, oh, and, so. and so and and ladies do the selecting and so guys have to Dummies do are something killing themselves to stand off. out. Oh, and so, so we're just try- it's all to impress you. Uh, it's all to impress. <laughs> So funny, so unimpressed. It's usually things that ladies are the least impressed by. But but that's also. But in our head, we're like, this will get them. 
Well, it's really? also. Do you think your fire, love of fireworks was really going to get you a mountain of puss? Is that what you? Truly <laughs> no, I don't think so. I just no. loved exploding stuff. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but here, but it's through an indirect way. It's through climbing up that social ladder. Like ladies don't necessarily need to be on any kind of a level of a social ladder to find a. Uh, an attractive maid that's just like how hot they are basically but a guy if you if you're the best at lighting up oh. fireworks and all the other guys respect you for that and then you're cool and you have a lot of friends i guarantee ladies will go for that guy more it doesn't matter what it's for it's yeah just maybe about on, being may, on top of that pyramid maybe in an unconscious level i was like this will get back to the girls on your face is priceless. Right? Well, I dated a guy in college that was obsessed with explosives as well, and You're I never. You're just drawn to this. I, 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 I come from New Jersey, so it's not a thing. Like, there's no, there's no fireworks there. It's never, it's never like let's go like light Roman candles. I, that was never something that I grew up with. And I dated this guy in college who would build snow mounds and explosives like the ones you're describing. We had like all sorts of chemicals in our dorm room and I was always really weirded out. Like, mm-hmm. why are we have these in here? And so I'm thinking now, in hindsight, that I'm listening to Grant talk about <laughs> all of these yeah. explosions that he loves so much that maybe it is a, a thing. I'm like, ooh, they can make things explode. What about me? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Adorable. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know uh, what it means. <laughs> how, how did you guys meet? At a show. At a show. We met at a show. I just started doing comedy, uh, and my teacher. A fire um, and light show. A fire and light show. Uh, my teacher hosts the show, and he was on the show. How long ago was this? Uh, almost six months ago. Mm-hmm. About oh, six nice. months ago. Yeah. New and adorable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. try. Line our dimples up. Uh, <laughs> For now. Yeah. How long have you guys been together? Uh, two and a half years. Now. Okay. Yeah. yeah so. Still enjoying each other's company. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Those fireworks stopped. <laughs> 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 A lot of duds recently. Yeah. Uh, mostly duds. Mostly, <laughs> mostly <laughs> duds. <laughs> uh, but something to look forward to. Yeah. Every once in a while, it's a great show. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's what makes the podcast interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was that you guys are. Uh, we've given yeah. up. Yeah. We're mostly joking. Look what yeah. we have to look forward to, babe. Yeah. Can't wait. <laughs> what are the most people, most couples that you have on here? Are they? Have they just like recently started dating or have they been together for a long time yeah yeah we've done like some blind dates we've done really that sounds interesting swingers we've done uh what else a lot of swingers lately it's weird yeah Mm. weird swinger streak yeah Um, do they always try to have sex with you afterwards um uh, one one couple tried to (laughs) <laughs> they, were, they were complimentary toward me just because oh. they were trying to get April in. But that's what that's what the swinging community is, though. Just that's just using ladies lady. as bargaining chips. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got these chips. <laughs> what did you say to that one? Well, they weren't like solid advances. April I just was... took her badge out and said, "Have at it." <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have a detachable badge, so I just put it yeah. in the middle of these four microphones, so and then I Don just Michael let people. And you yelled at him, "You, we will never be sleepy badges together." <laughs> be sleepy badges. <laughs> oh. oh, sleepy badge. So you're uh, you do stand up now? Um, 
yes-ish again. I started, I had a little bit of momentum, and then I paused. That uh, happens. Yeah, it's one of those things. It's a very vulnerable position. Obviously, we all know this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and so when you're getting started and you have that sort of like push and you're having fun and whatever, and then the second that you have a fucked up show, you want to kill yourself and throw, your, throw yourself off of something well, and never do it again. Um, I think the best thing, if you realize that, ev like I think if comics just realize like every comic is, you say you could have in your lifetime 20,000 shows, like, you know, there's going to be 10% of those are going to be sweet bombs. Yeah, sweet, yeah. Sweet, yeah, yeah. bombs. So if you realize, like, you're, you're well, never the only one. Like, I feel like in the bombs. first year, it's like every other one is, a, is bad. Is a good humilla bomb. <laughs> yeah. I used to kick my this weird stance. My first nine sets were bombs. Really? Yeah, you're, my, even your my, first one? My first yeah. one was good. My and tenth then, was amazing. You're one of the first the the first people I've talked to. I, I think with most people I've talked to, most people that continue doing comedy, like, yeah for their career, almost every one of them had a good first experience. Yeah. And then oftentimes they have like, the next 10 are terrible, but that first one was good enough that makes them want to come back. I had my mind made up already and there's yeah. no turning back. All right. Yeah. My first one was good, but I brought like 20 friends who are <laughs> My first one was good too. And then my second, I i mean, nothing. Just yeah. complete silence. I was the same way. <laughs> and I was so depressed, I didn't get back on stage for about six to eight months. Like, okay. And then I was so violently ill, like, after I decided to get back, like, I would sleep all day until around 6 or 7 p.m., get ready, and then force myself to go to a concert. Yeah. Uh, but my way of dealing with it was just, like, was it de just depression sleep. Yeah. <laughs> what? I was just wondering what you were ill with. I didn't know if it was your... Just, I was just so, <laughs> yeah, my asshole's always exploding. Um, no, I was just so scared. I was, but I would still feel compelled to do it, mm. even though I was terrified. I know, it's so weird. Like, why do we feel compelled to do it when it's we just so masochistic? Yeah. Like yeah. See, I had such a easy lead up into it that I don't know if I had had to just go to like open mics from the beginning, I don't know if I would have done it. I don't know if I. Well, that's like, also my issue is that I never did an open mic when I first started doing shows. I had those three shows that were all from Ed. And yeah. Then well, that was the – she got put on Punk House. Have you done that show? Yeah. It's at the West Side Comedy Theater. Like, It's like a pretty good that's show. It's like, it's like people like, uh, like you would be on the show, people that have been doing it for a long time. And that was her second show ever. Oh. And so, of course, it was a struggle. And I had a bunch had of like friends there like, that came and, like, you know, showed their tits and made yeah. me feel great. And then they were all in the front row and got up and left after my set. And I was mortified. Uh -huh. And also, I didn't do that great because yeah. I was amongst a bunch of really established comics already. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just like, it was fucked up. I, <laughs> I cried. It was bad. <laughs> when I, I feel like I, if I had the confidence that I had six months in now, I'd be way more <laughs> successful. I wrote the craziest letter to agents and managers. I was like, I'm looking for, what did I write? I was like, I'm young and talented. I was, <laughs> I was like. Because um, you don't know any better. Like, you don't know. like so crazy. Yeah. I was like, um, this gravy train is taking off. <laughs> Choo-choo, all aboard, next stop. Cliche money. is okay. Yeah. I was like, choo-choo, all aboard, next stop, money town. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then I wrote, I was like. You uh, need to frame that and put I it up. But like, it's the best letter I've ever written. <laughs> and then uh, I was like, um, if you're looking, uh, what did I write? If, if you're. Oh, How uh, old were you? <laughs> I got like 20 meetings 
out of it. They were coming what? in one an hour. I was like, I'm looking. Oh, I'm looking for somebody who's willing to work as hard for me as I work for myself. If that's you, call me. If not, don't worry. Others will. Oh. And I, yeah. And then I, they were literally like, I sent out all these packages, and then I got, I was like meeting with Barry Katz and three. Wow. Hours, and then they thought I'd been doing comedy a few years because I was so fucking ballsy, and I was like, ah, six months. I got four minutes. Yeah. <laughs> but you were also like. You were young and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I was uh, real dopey, though. But if yeah. I had that confidence, I was like, <laughs> I was so crazy. <laughs> there was so much to this letter that was so crazy. You know, so and disturbing. there are some... Don't do that, is what yeah. you're saying. Barry, Barry, when Barry Katz, uh, who at the time was like a, a really no, huge manager, deal, yeah. and then he was like, he called and he was like, I liked your tape. I loved your letter. Wow. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm winning. <laughs> what? Sometimes, like people, like did you ever hear the story about Tim and Eric when they to get their show on the air, they sent like a sizzle reel and a packet to Bob Odenkirk, and then included an invoice for all the materials for him to pay them <laughs> for all the packet that they sent him. If you're ballsy, which yeah, I mean, some people would be like. Fuck you, yeah. but you only need yeah. one guy to be like, this is hilarious. Yeah. Like, awesome. Uh, and the people that are going to say fuck you aren't going to get it anyway, but yeah. so, so anyway. many meetings. I thought I was going to be so famous after six months. <laughs> and I would always bully my way onto shows. I didn't belong. Like, Dan Cook used to do Dublin's. It was this, like, mm. upper floor of, like, this uh, Irish pub, but it would hold, like, 600 people on a Tuesday. Wow. And I was like, I deserve to be on that show. And it was, like, six or eight months later, I was always bullied. And I really only had like one good joke, hmm. and then a lot of weird, weird stances and awkward pauses. So that's that. It's <laughs> probably most people at six to eight months. Yeah, yeah. I had super uh, good jokes early on. I used yeah. many of my first jokes like ended up on a CD and stuff. Really? Yeah. My first wow. jokes were my some were decent. Great, my first jokes were awful. I feel like I didn't write a joke that I was really happy with until I was like three years in. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then I was like, okay, these are good jokes now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did, I did fine on stage before that, but like looking back on it, and I'm like, oh, these are all awful. I, oh. I feel like mine weren't that bad. Like I got Montreal after like two years, wow. and then last comic after like three. So, I mean, I still stunk, but like I yeah. think I was that as stinky as yeah. I watch some others. But yeah, I I don't know why I thought this is a viable um, <laughs> way to make a living. It is. What I, do you mean? But I did, and um, well, I mean, looking back at like, if I look at you know the open mic that I went to, if I look at anyone in the comedy community and where they are now, there's like one person, uh, or no, there's like there's. Two or three other people doing okay out of like all of the Boston comedians that well, I started I look at the, around the same time. Those family. people, and like I remember when my brother moved out here and wanted to start <laughs> doing stand up, we went to some like bar show and it was still like a bunch of chicks that were like, you know, waiting tables and serving drinks. And he's like, why aren't they, why aren't they working? Why? And I was like, they are doing the exact same jokes, the exact same way yeah. they delivered them. 11 years ago, yeah, so yeah. there's no growth. It's not like those people are trying to hit stages 15 times a week. And Totally. I don't know. I think it's 
level of dedication. Right? I th- and some I think are just aren't that talented. Well, yeah, totally. <laughs> but I think a lot of the people that really ended up ma- end up making it in comedy are the Stay. ones that yeah, it's yeah. it's the it's the people that can handle the lifestyle more than the people that maybe are just like naturally funny. Because you, you think you're going to get better. Like if you yeah, you have. I mean, at anything for long yeah. enough, you have to get even if you never reach a certain level of success. Do you feel how much better at fireworks are you? From <laughs> I'm pretty good now. <laughs> they they tried to get me to go pro, and I was like, I'm keeping the amateur status. Uh, yeah, uh, I haven't been doing fireworks nearly as much though the last few years. Why don't you just do professional fireworks if you love it so much? I, I'm not just... joking when I say that. Like when people ask me what did I want to be when I was like 12 years old, I was like, I want to be a guy that makes fireworks. But why not? Like, why not just? I think you can just go and do that if you want to. I, I mean, don't you? Have, like, like you have to be like, like a, a chemist. Thing. No, I used to work with a guy that did it. Um, really? That, like, <laughs> that made that made countertops, and then like. Three times a year, he'd go off with this company and like go and do shows, and it was just like it'd, it'd occupy maybe like thirty days out of a year. He'd be off making and he, a little extra money and like helping out with. Is he just up, a guy that uh, lights them and at the shows, or was he a guy that actually like made the fireworks? Well, I, don't think he actually made I wanted to be like a guy that made them, like oh, the ones that like decided. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but that was when I was like twelve, and then I was like, okay, that's not like a real thing. <laughs> like I should. But like comedy is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's, the choice is almost the same. Yeah. Yeah. Fireworks maker. Yeah, you, you can't. You can't let. Um, uh, don't don't let Captain Bottle Rocket. Uh, I'm still trying to think. So keep working. Yeah. <laughs> It's definitely not Captain Bottle Rocket. It's what do you not. What do you do as uh, how How does this transformation take place? I think there's a, always a fu- there's a firework accident that you're involved in. This is how you become a villain. Oh, okay. Involved. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. This is your villain story. I'm one of the guys that like does the fireworks off on a barge over like. And then you kill like an innocent child or something, and then you're forever scarred. No, I was gonna say like all of a sudden all of the fireworks like all the fireworks explode at once, and I'm right in the middle of all of it, and all of the like dust and gunpowder mixes in this weird concoction that turns me. I I think you're many colors. Yeah, I think you're like an assortment. Uh, And I can I can shoot like fireballs, like Roman candle fireballs, out of some fingers, and I can shoot like. Sparkler stuff out of some fingers. Time, you, you have to be uh, honest with me. How turned on are you? Right uh, now? The seat. You might have to change it out oh, for your uh, next. Podcast. I think uh, his his villain nickname is the finale. Oh, <laughs> I like that. Oh, oh God. Is it the grand finale, or does the, is the grand, finale? Does, does the, the grand finale. finale sound like a racist? No, super no, no. Thanks or, a lot, April. Or do you, he definitely has a wizard hat. Or on. do you make it corny and just use my name, the Grant Finale? The, uh, <laughs> no. oh, oh, right, I'll be here all God. week. I'll be here all week. No. Come on, guys. I think it's just the finale. Finale is pretty good. Yeah, I feel like so. I came up with it by the end of the episode, and I'm very proud of it. Yeah, you should be. <laughs> yeah, well, uh-huh. I mean, Superman better look out. Yeah, finale is coming. <laughs> um, uh-huh. If if, um, if people want to find uh, your um, alter ego, Grant Lyon, <laughs> where can they find you? I believe that the finale is my my real ego. Yeah, uh-huh. and the. 
That's uh, uh, I'm at on Twitter. I'm Grant Lyon one, the number one, because someone else took my name first. What? Yeah, I know, weird. And then just my I website. I run into Grant Lyons all the time, <laughs> but still. I there is a Grant Lyon that played hockey at Michigan, and uh, he'll send me messages every once in a while. I've been like, "Hope you're treating my name right." See you out there doing shows. <laughs> like, I'm not joking. <laughs> like, yeah, I've probably gotten three or four emails from him over the years. Yeah, he's like, the only one listening to this podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and my website is grantlion.com. Awesome. So, yeah. It's L Y O N? Yeah, L Y O N. Anything you want to promote? <laughs> I got nothing. Awesome. Life. Probably. All right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> She'll be at the Craftsman in Santa Monica. Drinking right? drinks. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, babe. I yeah. appreciate that one. <laughs> well, awesome, guys. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. So yeah. I appreciate having you guys. Um, let's make some that. fireworks together. Thanks for listening, everybody. This is the Double Date Podcast on, on Sideshow Side Network. It's a double date with Shane and Nate. Just a couple couples making up for a discussion, getting into it and into it and putting it on the internet. It's a double date with Shane and Nate. Chewing the fat, shooting the breeze, pushing the buttons and boundaries. Conversation makes right on the table. It's a double date with Shane and April.